Welcome back to the Unreal Friend podcast. It's been a minute. I've been procrastinating a lot, not taking my own advice. I've finally turned 21. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but like most things in my life, they don't make any sense, but I can't change them, so just kind of have to keep living with them. I've been in a weird place these past couple month <laughs> or so. January has been weird. It's been a good month, but weird. And figuring out how I feel about the changing world around me is hard. I'm in the middle of a pretty big transition, I would say, for myself. It's odd to be spread out over so many places. Transitions and change are, I think, one of the most difficult things, if not the most difficult, because that is where motivation and discipline have to come in. And right now, those things are hard to come by and hard to create. Personally, with things, habits that I've started to add into my life, it's been hard to keep them in my life. As I had my 21st birthday, aging became real. Not that it hasn't been before. Not that death scares me all that much. It's just time messes with my head a little bit a lot of the time. <laughs> and it can be frustrating and scary, as I think I've definitely mentioned before. There's a show called The Community. I'm not sure if anyone has ever heard of it. It's a comedy show, came out in, I think, like 2009, somewhere around there. There's a character in the show. He's always called Meta for realizing their inner show where everyone else doesn't, but it's the weirdest thing in the world. Transitions just make me think of what we are leaving behind. I feel that we all have felt the saying, you don't know what you're missing until it's gone, such as we all maybe didn't appreciate going out and spending time with friends and family as much as we will once we're able to safely and fully do that again. It can even be with someone who's passed. I'm lucky and grateful to not have lost anyone crazy close to me in my life. I did have someone pass who I used to care for, and that was really surreal and so many things have just been happening consecutively that are so odd to me but so real obviously I guess I've been struggling a lot with my personal motivation then I remember that my discipline has to be brought in but I know that when I'm not feeling good and when others aren't feeling good even that is hard to do it's still hard to keep up the habits you spend so long creating because today you just don't have to do it for some reason you rationalize why it isn't okay to go through with it personally anyways for my running if I'm really tired or in some type of pain which I always am if the weather's not so good outside which it hasn't been the past couple weeks or so it's been cold and rainy so I've been making excuses as to why I don't need to run but I started running for a reason. It 
helps me get so many feelings out in so many different ways at once and so safely. I went on a run around my family home because it's something I haven't done maybe a couple months and it's in a way nostalgic to me because there's a safety in the route that I run and a safety in the ground that I know I'm running on. I know where all the cracks in the sidewalk are and I know where all the humps in the sidewalk are because I spent time tripping over them when I first started running. So I now leap over them and I'm so proud to remember where they are and be comfortable in the road that I'm running on. And a lot of that's going to change. My environment is going to change. I'm moving. It's exciting. It's so, so exciting. But it just makes me look at things as I'm leaving them and appreciate them in ways that this is my last Tuesday, Wednesday here. You know, I have to appreciate that I'm not going to do these tasks again in the way that I'm doing them now because I may do them where I move to, but it's obviously going to be a different fashion because I'll be in a different home. Things will all be in different places and it will definitely feel different being further from my support system, which is scary and really nerve-wracking because my family to me is very, very important and my dogs are very, very important to me. So being away from that is going to be hard, but uncomfortableness is where growth lies. So sometimes you have to push yourself because you also know what's best for you or what you really want and have wanted for 21 years. So finally making it happen and feeling right about it is so so good it's not like transitions are new to me i think i've made a pretty big transition that a lot of other people haven't so uh, transitions are freaking tough if you're lucky enough to have a support system as great as mine regardless of being near my family or not i have myself and i think i always bring it back to myself because a lot of the time I have to appreciate myself and remember to do that because everything I am in this world is because of me. Very much am grateful and thankful for my mother. She is so special and so great and I love her so very much. In 2015, I decided that I was gonna kind of not be who I was born as anymore. And I came out as transgender on my 15th birthday in a therapy session. So ever since that day, I've been a new person. And it's freaking weird, man. I don't know at all how to feel about it. I feel as if I haven't given myself time to process it. I just know that I'm a lot closer to the person I'm supposed to be now than I was way back then because of my gender and how I'm represented in society. I realized that obviously being female in society and being male in society are two very, very different things. I've learned a lot about both sides, living them personally and also talking about them with friends and such. 
gender is a tricky thing, I feel, and gender norms and double standards and us assuming things about the other sex, gender, us assuming anything about anyone is something everyone does and it hurts a lot of people, but we're still going to keep doing it. That's one place to start. That's my piece of advice for this episode is don't assume things. And assumptions come in so many different ways before you even think of it. And it's been one of my pet peeve for ages is people making assumptions and jumping to conclusions when no questions have been asked. It's almost like living in the mindset of giving everyone the benefit of the doubt until you have kind of the hard facts in front of you. Because let's say your friend asks for a drink even and and you give them, you know, a drink you're assuming is is the drink they always have or, or whatever it is instead of asking what what they want or always just assuming, hey, this is how it normally happens. Let's just keep going that route. Well, as you can probably tell with history, just because things have been one way for so long doesn't mean we should keep going that way. So always ask. It's weird to ask. I still don't really ask questions because I'm just one to not speak up much. But it's something I want to work on and something I can work on and grow into in being more vocal, whether it is to make myself more comfortable or the people around me more comfortable. I had my best friend ask me the other day when I went to see her what I needed help with or how she could best support me. And and I thought that was the craziest question. I didn't even know how to answer it, but it was so broad that instead of offering me maybe food and and trying to figure out what I needed and so many questions she was able to give me one broad quick question where I was able then to interpret it however I please give her her answer whether I did want food or I needed a hug or I just wanted to be alone whatever type of support or support I didn't want from her I could vocalize it and she gave me the chance to vocalize it versus maybe wondering hey I do have this tough thing that I want to talk to my friend about But they're talking about something, when do I bring it up? Because conversation is such a tricky thing. And I think that's why a lot of us do feel so alone is because a lot of us don't know how to converse with other people. I think a lot of the time when people go into a conversation, they only start a conversation because they have something to share. They only ask how you're doing because they need something or want something You know, they only ask about how your workday was because they want to share theirs. And that's that's fine, I guess. I like to ask questions about other people and listen first and kind of wait until I get asked about my day or asked about how I'm feeling or whatever it is. That's where I personally have different people for different things in my life. Um, With my family, I tell them about my workday just because my family are my closest friends and my best support system. They're the ones I joke around with the most and I'm getting closer with them. It just makes me so grateful to be so close to my family and have such a great support system within them. I know a lot of people don't have that, especially people who have been through a transition such as myself or coming out even of any degree. There comes being disowned by family members or just being disconnected from family members 
which I have had for a couple years, but luckily that person has come around and they're in my life to an extent now, which I appreciate even that. Just support and respect from family and friends, you know, is so important and I think so simple to a person who's going through something so difficult. There are so many things that are difficult in this lifetime, especially now with everything going on. It is a big change. We've been in a uneasy period of not knowing for damn near like a year, year and a half or some crap like that. And that's a long time to just be wondering when is it going to be over? You know, like you're not going to sign up to to be to do something when there's no end date because knowing having something to look forward to, like when you get off work or a concert you're going to or vacation going to, it actually scientifically makes people feel better because they know some type of reward is coming. They know that something is going to happen that is going to bring joy, that is going to make them feel better. So that is what is, you know, what can be sometimes motivation to go through things. So one thing I've learned is with habits, forcing myself to do stuff, give yourself a reward after. Even if it is, let's say, going to the gym and you say I really want this fast food I haven't had this fast food in a couple weeks and I'm craving it but I also haven't gone to the gym in a couple weeks I don't think I deserve it you know whatever sometimes with everything there has to be a balance maybe don't splurge and get the full order that you usually do but go to the gym work out even maybe half as much as you used to it's all about putting effort in and at least doing the action of what it is you want to keep around. I started to use the negativity that was in me to motivate myself to run. So I would beat up on myself and make excuses about not running so I wouldn't run. And then I'd get upset about not running and saying, well, why the heck aren't you running? You clearly could. You have 24 hours in a day to run it takes you 30 minutes so so why can't you do that and you know the excuses are that it's raining that it's cold outside well yeah but that just makes you run faster and that's more of a motivator and you can run in circles around everything any day of the week so at the end it's all about your willpower and if you really really want to you'll get it done I've been procrastinating, but I ran yesterday, and running, I realized, helps me in so, so many ways. It motivated me to sit my ass back down on this floor and record this, especially because this episode, whether my listeners realize it or not, I'm 21 now, so I feel kind of like a whole weird new person. I can go out and buy, you know, alcohol legally, you know, in the eye of society, things become more real, I think. I'm proud of myself. I always say that. And I hope you are proud of yourselves, too. You should be just making it through this freaking year through 2020. I had a good 2020, but I know a lot of people didn't. And there were a lot of moments in that year that definitely challenged me 
but those are the moments that made me who I am and put me where I am right now. For me, next time I record this podcast, I will be in a different room. I will be, I'll just be in a different room. Home to me has always been a safe place. And ever since I kind of started dipping my toes into moving out of family home, it's been interesting making the world bigger than just one city or one county is odd. I know that there's places that exist outside of California and outside the U.S. and people go to school and work jobs and live lives and drive cars and have kids, get married and, you know, that actual real stuff that's real. But because I don't see it, you know, it doesn't, it's not real to me. So driving outside of town and existing outside of that away from my family, but also knowing they're very real and they're existing away from me is expanding my world and making it larger. I'm excited about that, to live in a larger world and be a part of that larger world as the world hopefully slowly but surely begins to heal itself. I hope got a lot of work to do, but you don't have to do a million people's part. You just have to do yours. And it's not a big part either, I don't think. People get overwhelmed. It's easy to get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed all the gosh damn time. But whenever I do, I usually sit down and take a lot of deep breaths. I will put my head in my hands and I start to list things out because putting things in lists helps me especially at work when I have five things thrown on my plate at once that I have to deal with all pretty immediately. I, you know, will put them in the list of emergency or of importance and get them done as quickly and as safely as possible. Once I put things into a list and have a little breakdown over them or whatever, I'm fine and I can get it all done and then be like, oh damn, I did that. I got all that shit done in the time that I wanted to do it in, if not less. My mind has been kind of all over the place and I've been struggling to pinpoint my thoughts and pinpoint my emotions to express here with you, hence my procrastination and hesitation to record. But planning is something that I need to personally utilize more in my life, but it also is difficult when there are so many moving pieces currently. I'm constantly waiting for a when this happens, I'll organize it all, but I keep organizing it all and things keep moving. And the reality of it is things are always going to keep moving. I asked one of the residents I take care of what her secret to life is. You know, I think she's in her late 80s. She, she's such a lovely woman. I asked her what I what she thinks of meaning to life is, and she kind of just shook her head. She said it's always changing, and that made me laugh because it's true there's if if life is always changing if your meanings of things and definitions and sights of things are always changing then how are you to pinpoint one thing you know i was watching the bachelorette and they were asked you know have you been in love before and everyone's answer to that is well my meaning of love has changed so i thought i was but now no so if you're Perception of things are always changing. Consistency, instability are very, very difficult things, I think, to come by. And that's why having things such as friends, family, a stable place to live are such safe things 
So when things test that, it can be very damaging and scary. It's been an interesting month. I was really nervous to turn 20 because it was a decade. You know, I wasn't a teenager anymore. And I think I was nervous. I think I was right to be nervous to turn 20. How I feel about turning 21 is way different. I have more excitement than nerves. I'm very eager and so ready to see what 21 brings because I know and can see that this year is going to be full of so much love and so much joy for so many people. It may look so different than what you expect it to look like, but remember to have no expectations because that's where all of our disappointments come from. Your expectations over other people, over yourselves, over things, over situations, that's when disappointment comes in and when so many other things come in. Be kind to yourself and be kind to all those around you. Thank you for listening. Please check out my website. I will be updating it very soon when I can get my act together. Send me an email so we can chat. Send me a message on Instagram or Twitter so we can chat anything to be engaged with my listeners and get feedback or just hear what you want to hear about or just to start some dialogue with you would be great. Thank you so much for listening.